0: everybody, to another edition of Young Persons Radio, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Colby Smith, with you as always until the 11 o'clock hour, at which point we will be followed by... Two Thumbs, Undecided, the movie review show, then at noon, the Brooklyn conversation with Rosie, then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So if this is your first time listening to Radio Free Brooklyn today... Stick around after this show is over, because we have every possible base covered, every interest you could have will be addressed at some point on the airwaves today, this and every talk show Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm happy to be back. This is our first show of 2020. So much to say, so much to discuss. so much has happened already. and this this uh, uh, this time of year, I don't know about you guys out there, but this time of year always puts me in sort of a reflective mood, where I think back on the year behind me while also looking forward to the year ahead of me. And I have a special guest here who can help me do that today. And his name is, you know him, you love him. You want to hear from him?
1: It's Tim
2: Keck. Hey, Colby! Yeah! 2020, baby! Perfect Vision.
0: Everything's clear. (laughs) Everything is now clear.
2: (laughs) Now I see where I could not see before. Before I was blind. And now I got glasses, baby. Now
0: you got glasses.
2: Now I got glasses. 2020,
0: I got glasses.
2: 2020, Warby
0: Parker, baby. That's right. How
2: are you, Tim? I am fine, Colby. I'm doing great. I'm living my best life. My, vo- my throat's a little raw today. I was out late uh, yelling at people having a good time. Uh, so
0: you do this a lot, I found.
2: Yeah, I like to go up. I-, I like to go up on our roof at night on the roof of the apartment and uh, just shout down at the at the people having fun in the street. Usually by two a.m. there aren't that many. Honestly, it's uh-huh. a pretty good neighborhood. Uh, a lot of families with children. Mm-hmm. But occasionally someone will be walking to a bodega or whatever, and it's like, "What are you buying?"
3: Yeah, every, go to
0: bed. Yeah, every time you uh, someone asks you where you live, and I've been around you when this happens, yeah. you say, uh, "Stroller Town, USA."
2: Yeah, I do. I'm tired of these walkers. Tired of these rollers. Gosh, if there's a mode of sliding down our street, it's being taken by these people, and I hate it.
0: So, when you see people at two a m from the roof, is it families wheeling their children home at that hour
2: sure if they you know just getting out of the hospital or <laughs> coming back from a, a late night funeral or a, they're all going through traumas and you're I think, like, hey, hey
1: stop having such a good time
2: yeah <laughs> that's why my throat's sore <laughs> yes.
0: you were yelling at families coming back from the yeah, hospital yeah
2: i um uh, I love harassing families.
0: One thing I have maintained in my life is that when you have a traumatic experience like that, such right. as a trip to the hospital, or mm-hmm. what was the other example you said?
2: Uh, funeral. Late funeral, night funeral, yeah, late night funeral. A 10 o'clock funeral. Because if I, if, I <laughs> <the> <laughs> yeah, if, if I die... Under the stadium lights. Yeah. If I die, I want my ashes <laughs> sprinkled I... at MetLife, and I want it to be after a Jets loss, and... <laughs> And so you gotta stay up real late. It's gonna be after like Monday night football. Yeah. <laughs> if a,
0: if if a funeral uh, a plot were to install big stadium lights uh, so that funerals could happen at night, I think that's rad. That's a whole think about all the extra
2: revenue. You they You come would make.
0: home, then you're just like, oh, I gotta fight through this parking lot, and it's so dark, and I'm
2: tired. You know why funerals aren't fun is because they happen so early in the day. That's exactly they happen right. like on a Sunday at noon. It's like right after church. It's mm-hmm. like fuck that. Let's do like a Saturday 1030 funeral. There's no excuses. You had a day to get your chores done. Sunday night, you're sleeping in Sunday. You're sleeping in, man. We just we just fucking party, man. We just rip one.
0: I am so in favor of this. Yeah, because everyone says like when I die, man, my funeral's going to be a fucking party.
2: Yeah, they do. They They're do. just like, and I play do.
0: this song at my funeral. And it's like it's like uh, uh,
2: you can call me Al. Yeah. <laughs> this always reminded me of him. Yeah. I hated this song and I hated this person. <laughs> His name wasn't Al, it was Ryan. Why the fuck does Ryan want us to play? Call me <laughs> All out. All of a sudden
0: he wants us to call him Al. He's <laughs> dead. He
2: doesn't get to decide. Oh yeah. Um seeing as I don't have an actual will, this is my living this is my living will. This mm. is my oral will. I mean and I definitely want that. Yes. I'm this... thirty, late Saturday. I want to be cremated, and just during the party, maybe we set up a target or something. Yeah, a target near like something that's beautiful that I that I want to be remember. wherever I want my ashes sprinkled. We'll set up a target, and people just drink PBRs. It's only beers and cans, and you can go up, you can grab a handful of me, and just fucking whip it at something. And the winner gets I don't know whatever my life insurance was. <laughs>
0: they just get I have that. I have two jokes that I thought of about about what you just said. Okay, can, you can I do, do them both? You can do one of. No, both. no, I'm going to do both. Okay, it's your show. First one is uh. Uh, yes, this show will be played after you die. Uh, when your estate is being settled, and that will be our first listener. <laughs> and here's the second one.
2: This is not as strong of also, a point of it view. It also does imply that only one person shows up for the reading of my will. <laughs> one person is interested in mine. See, it's a gift. This joke is a gift. <laughs> it opens up a larger world. God, that's the thing with with Colby's jokes is that they're they work on multiple levels. <laughs> If you think only one person's being roasted, take a look in the mirror because you know, you're getting roasted too.
0: What makes a great basketball team is there sure. are guys who can shoot
2: and there are guys who set up shots, who mm-hmm. create shots. And defense. <laughs> defense wins championships. <laughs> and I'm a guy
0: who sets up shots.
2: Yeah. Bad on defense. I create them. <laughs> Cannot
0: shoot for shit. Can't
2: shoot the three. Rides the bench. <laughs> Cannot play defense. Really can't contribute in a meaningful way to a contender. But. but I can find the open man. You can find the open man.
0: Now, is that guy ever going to get something of his own?
2: No, because you're on the bench pointing at him <laughs> as opposed to actually dishing him the ball.
0: More like, sure, more, It's the kind of guy who gets appreciated way later. <laughs> like his last season, it's like, oh, he's still on the team doing it.
2: He's been on the team for 35 years. <laughs> He's more of a coach than he's a player. He's
0: 50 years <laughs> old. Still suiting up every week.
2: <laughs> suiting up every week. He's playing two garbage
0: while time he's doing minutes. It. <laughs>
2: Except for the season with a garbage time injury. Just broke his hip, yeah. taking a free throw. Yeah,
0: that's me. Yeah,
2: man. That's Can you. I tell you
0: what my other joke was?
2: Oh, my God. You had another one. We it's not five, as strong. We spent five minutes on the first one. Can we really afford for you to tell a second one? It's
0: not as strong a point of view. I'll say right away. Okay, but we'll, I think we'll it's see. something that we can explore.
2: Good. We'll lower the bar for this one.
0: Say uh, your uh, uh, I guarantee you that your will reading will not be the first time that this podcast is played during a legal battle.
2: See, it's not as clear. Yeah. See, I. you know, when I told you tell one, you you took that as a dig. But really, what I was doing was I was being a good guest. A good editor. I was being a good co-host. A good editor. And I was being, not to steal your metaphor, but I was being a good man who sets up a shot. <laughs> I was setting you up for your, your killer shot. And people would have just been like, man, that second joke would have been so good. If Tim, if that asshole Tim hadn't stopped Colby from shooting his J, <laughs> man, we'd be laughing on the floor right now instead of sitting silently. That's- <laughs> 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 that's true you know i broke the biggest
0: showbiz rule which is leave them wanting more
2: yeah that definitely. is the biggest rule. you gotta rule. leave them wanting more if anything that's that's a fault of yours is that you open yourself up too quickly like a deer hit by a car you're just open chest open heart <laughs> exposed to the world around you slowly <laughs> like, bleeding
0: take out what at you want world it's all open <laughs> for what you, you want. <laughs> so it's a new year. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, you and you, you know and I, you, you and I often uh, uh, reflect on years past and look forward to years future. Wouldn't you say that's something we do all the time?
2: I would say that's all anybody does at any given time is uh, either reflect on the past or look, to <laughs> or look the future. forward to the future, or live in the present. Those are the big three. Options. I find that hard. to also believe. Also, defense. I find that hard to believe. Yeah.
0: They're also, defense. Yeah. yeah.
2: The big four <laughs> pillars of life in general
0: are reflect on years past. Look forward to year's future. Live in the moment. Live in the moment and don't forget defense.
2: (laughs) And championship defense. And
0: block those shots. You want to steal that ball.
4: Keep the walls up. What do you think is more important? Defense? Or love? I'll tell you what I think. I'd say so far I've chosen defense. (laughs)
0: So anyway, so we're here. We're looking forward to the new year, and we're feeling refreshed, yeah, rejuvenated by the holiday break. Yeah,
2: wait, uh, can I tell you something funny I said last night? Sure, Tim. Tell <laughs> me about <laughs> a great time you were having with someone else. No, I said some. Something, something like, like love or whatever, and I just said that decided that you know, love is a powerful emotion, but pity is the most powerful emotion. <laughs> Like, love starts wars, but pity ends them. <laughs> <laughs> so really, if you say, is it defense or pity more powerful? Yeah, I'd
0: that say, is that know. is very good. There's you know, what you should do is you should uh, <laughs> There's two ways to you should a title. tweet that screenshot it. Yeah. Put it on
2: Instagram. Really? Yeah. Gosh, I haven't tweeted in years, but you're saying it it'll now automatically update to Instagram as well. No, actually, you have to do it again. What? You have to go through all these
0: steps of screenshotting your tweet, picking a fun little background for it to be framed by so it can meet the size requirements that Instagram has, and then post it
2: again. But isn't Twitter for tweets? Uh Uh-huh. So then what are you doing? You're just taking a picture. You're taking a photograph of a sentence you wrote on another platform Uh designed for that material. That platform. And you're just... Posting it on Instagram? That's right, yes. Because huh. there, nothing matters. What would motivate a human being to do something so disgusting? I can only imagine it is greed, narcissism, and hate, which are
0: the opposite of defense.
4: So we're looking forward... <laughs>
0: We're looking forward to 2020. So Tim and I and, you know, listeners, you are more than welcome to call in. Our number is 718-928-9732 if you want to contribute to this topic, which is changes we would like to see in the new year, in Mm -hmm. 2020. Mm -hmm. These aren't predictions for what's going to happen, uh, but they are things we would like to see happen in 2020. And again, that number, if you have one, that number is 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. i'll go first
2: okay yeah because yeah hearing the prompt out loud again i'm like maybe these are more predictions than than actual desires that i have i don't want these a are lot. i'm pretty content these are changes we want to see sure in the world around us in okay. 2020 let's do it
0: axe throwing bars are you familiar with these
2: yes i actually had a similar idea at the. oh you did whatever yeah but well, I, okay but we can we piggyback go. off of this yeah thing. we can we can trade yes. we can pass the ball back and forth okay. on this one yeah uh
0: Axe throwing bars. These are for people who don't know. Places where you go, you pay a small fee and they give you a pile of axes that you throw at
2: a piece of wood. There was an ad for it on the way into the studio. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's a stack of flyers for it on the like the check-in counter at the side in as a visitor. Oh my god. Well,
0: I love these places. This is my this is what I want. I yeah. want axe throwing bars to start using live targets. Oh, that's f- <laughs> That's great.
2: Wait, live target? Are we talking live about moving targets? targets? No, no.
0: People, These are human beings. You are throwing
2: axes at people. In body armor? No. Okay. Okay. I see where this, what this, what the game is today. Okay. Sure. We'll do that. You just want, you want a bar where you can murder people. All right. Okay. <laughs> wish, wish that was the example you'd given before you gave me this prompt. This, I think, I have others, of course. Yeah. Uh this I think is the mine. My... You've other places you could murder people. <laughs>
0: this is my strongest one. This is if I could pick one to start with, it's this one. Yeah. Okay. They start using live targets.
2: Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It'll it'll solve our overpopulation problem, which is a real issue for us. Yes. Um I heard I saw this John Oliver piece about how there's oh. like like 10 million more males than females in China. Uh-huh. So they're just never going to be able to get married. Okay. Uh, and they're going to live sad, lonely lives. I think that's a renewable resource for the axe throwing living target. <laughs> I think China's always been looking to make a the quick buck off their people, China. so we can just <laughs> just use extra Chinese spin <laughs> oh for these God. kick axe things. And I think you could charge on the body count because let's be honest, that's really what the payment is. Uh-huh. My my concern with this is it's going to skyrocket the price of kick axe. Of, of, oh, it's called kick axe, kick axe, or that's okay. the one that I went to, but the axe throwing thing. Okay. How do you, I mean, you could if keep... it's
0: called Kick Axe, I feel like Chloe Grace Moretz should be there every time you go. Yes. Anyway, live
2: targets. <laughs> That's my first one. That's a change I would like to see. Live targets is fun. Thank you. My my idea, similar to this one, was that we have axe throwing got mm-hmm. popular pretty recently. I feel like there's other things like that, and I'm excited. I I was thinking we're gonna see a new trend. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's live targets, but I was thinking there's just going to be like a javelin bar. There's going to be more or maybe just a bar. I want to see a bar that's just that ring toss, like that ring on a string that you try and get on a hook. Mm -hmm. Throw like 50 of those in the space and just have (laughs) hipsters paying like $30 to get in. And just throw the little (laughs) ring thing Uh for like an hour or whatever. There's going to be another like gimmicky thing like that coming out of the woodworks.
0: Uh, yes, I think there should be one for every medieval weapon.
2: Every medieval weapon should have a spiky
0: ball on the end of a chain. There's a bar where you get to throw one of those around for a while.
2: (laughs) Get to smack it around.
0: Yeah. How could this not be?
2: Just just add drinking to to things that people think are too nerdy to do on their own. (laughs) Yes, that's what it is. (laughs) We're going to have some plastered LARPing, like drinking LARP. Oh, and man, then people yeah. turn into wizards and like throw beanbags at each other and yell <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt. But it's cool because you're five claws deep and you're just ready to have a good time. You're
0: five claws <laughs> deep. It's only, everybody's only drinking White Claw at these. Yeah.
2: White Claw exclusive. You get a sponsorship.
0: White Claw it does, does it. sound like it could be the name of a medieval
2: weapon that yeah. you get to use at a bar. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the white Claw, One White Claw in one hand, one White Claw in the other. <laughs> just slashing people's faces and. Slang and seltzers. Yeah. So the other the other bar idea I had, you know, because what's going on in Australia with all these forest fires is a real problem. Mm -hmm. They're displacing a lot of animals. There's a lot of koalas without homes. Mm -hmm. Bushwick koala bar. You get a beer, you get a koala (laughs) and you just have a good time. How is this not a thing? How is it not a thing? You just have a good time. How am I 30 years old and I've never felt the warm embrace of a tiny koala? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in my arms what else what am i living for if i don't if i haven't held a koala what the fuck am i doing with my life
0: i agree i feel like uh <laughs> the next step from like they have these dog bars now mm-hmm. um which is great but they don't provide dogs them. well exactly is the next step is the animals are there for you right to interact with and it's it's beyond a petting zoo where you still have to kind of keep your distance yeah this is like an animal loves you climbs all over yeah. you and cat bars are a thing.
2: Yeah. I've seen the bars where yes. you go in and there's cats everywhere. Yes. But why limit it to cats? Yeah. Reptile bar. You go in, there's snakes, snakes hanging everywhere of everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're just on loop. They're just playing scenes from Anaconda and that scene from Indiana Jones where he falls in the snake. Yeah. In the snake. And it's like, why does it have to be a snake? Yeah. That's the name of the bar. It <laughs> has the, to be snakes. That's the door. Every time someone opens the door. <laughs>
4: Why <laughs> it have to displays
2: that every time someone comes in. Yeah, so this is great. So we want more right. themed bars. More themed bars. Yeah, either animals, more medieval weapons, or murder. Or murder. Great.
0: We've got we've taken nightlife off the list. That's an area we've covered. Right.
2: I mean, we could do. Uh, gosh, I feel bad even saying it, but how fast do koalas move? Would they make much of a? <laughs> Would they be a kick-ass target? I don't target? know. We should Kick get a, an
0: episode. This is, a, this is a thing I would like to see now that's back, uh, piggybacking off of this. Is, we need to get a good old-fashioned animal expert
2: on this yeah. show. I would love to help. I like,
0: used to do that on the t- on the Tonight Show all the time where I was like, and now Johnny's going to handle a barracuda. And it's going to, like, <laughs> climb all over
2: him. It would be a fun thing to listen to is you just holding, different <laughs> holding an animal. <laughs> Live animal,
0: animals. <laughs> it would animals just be me, studio. like, way too far away from the mic going, all right,
1: okay. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I dropped them.
2: There's five is porcupines be okay? in the studio right now. <laughs> you yeah. thought things were prickly before. Just wait till these guys. I'm telling you guys, there's a porcupine here. <laughs> oh, if you could see this.
0: Here's another one. Sure. Okay. Um, are you familiar with uh, uh ESPN host Zach Lowe? Yes. He I hosts, love Zach Lowe. Host the Lowe post. My Big theory fan. is that Zach Lowe is the Don Finelli character. Who's just having this own life as a as an ESPN journalist? What do you mean? Well, he just talks like, "Hey, buddy, welcome to the Low Post podcast." <laughs> he has the he does his real voice is the like like Jersey Jamook voice that Don Finelli does in every improv scene.
2: <laughs> oh, you think it's a put on?
0: No, I'm am I'm, I'm making fun of his uh, voice. He sounds like a Don Finelli
2: character. I gotta tell you, Colby, I'm not liking the show so far. <laughs> You you advocate murder and you attack Zach Lowe <laughs> well, no. I, so I'm by mocking to, one of our, my other heroes, Don Finelli. He's an incredible... He's great. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh the need to fail. What if Zach Lowe went on the need? What if they did a crossover? The need to fail. Yeah.
1: And Zach Lowe was like, like, well, Lowe's I don't really post. know
0: what you mean. <laughs> I've never failed in my life.
1: You wouldn't get it. So the Zach for him.
0: has Oklahoma City Thunder center Steven Adams on this week. Yeah. Who... Looks like Jason Momoa. He does. And uh, apparently wrote a book two years ago. It's like a memoir yeah. that he talks about on the show. And in it, uh, this he talks. he's talking about whether or not Ennis Cantor or LeBron James would win in a fight. This is like a chapter in his book. Yeah. And this exchange happens,
2: uh, and we're just going to go for it
4: and he's done so with LeBron James, as you write in the book, mm-hmm. you do say that if they fought, you would like to see them fight, but if they fought, LeBron would win because, quote-unquote, Ennis can't fight for no. s-. you stand. You're standing by that. 100%.
1: <laughs> so so right now he
2: is... Is he friends with Ennis <laughs> Cantor? I think they, they played together. They were on the together. same team for a minute, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of... He just kind of messes with him throughout this whole thing. <laughs> really? And so now at this point, Stephen Adams... Does the most brutal, like, gives this guy such a brutal brush off in this next thing. And we're going to listen to it right now.
4: So it's all just bluster with him? Uh, I'm not, here's the thing, I'm not sure. I've seen him, I've seen his movements and his kind of body language when I was, you know, I'll give him a couple jabs in the stomach and then he'll get into fighting stance. Uh, It didn't look threatening. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Yeah, it didn't look threatening. Didn't look threatening. I've never heard him talk before. I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> he, he was He has broke.
0: just a, a uh, very normal New Zealand accent. Man. Yeah, it didn't look threatening. Gosh, that's great. And then, and then the ultimate button to this happens
2: next. Look threatening. I wasn't worried. I wasn't concerned that he was
4: going to throw anything at me, like lethal. So based off of that, yeah, I'd say, no, You can't fight. Can you fight? Uh No.
1: <laughs> so oh my here
0: God. is a change i would like to see in
3: 2020
0: yeah steven adams center for the or oklahoma city thunder is a
2: guest on every single podcast in the world i mean he's got to if this was his audition he's gonna do the What they call it—the car wash at (laughs) ESPN—where he just does—he's there all day and is on every single show. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That's—he's a a great guest. I didn't listen (laughs) to that podcast. Normally, when he has a—normally when a podcast has a player Mm -hmm. or an active coach on, I just skip it. It's like there's going to be nothing fun here.
0: Do you you prefer when uh, uh, there's like a? another
2: journalist on or I prefer another journalist or a retired someone who might actually say something a retired someone with a real player because it's rare it feels rare the players will um like actually be honest like they're not actually going to say what they mean they're going to say what they which makes me think that him and Enos have some sort of a relationship yeah but I would prefer that yeah like why that's so much more interesting I think Zach Lowe could get that out of people but I would just love to hear just what they're up to like yeah. what does steven adams do just yeah. tell me fun stories about you hanging out with people and i know NBA. i know like, that's it, all i want i am guys.
0: genuinely fascinated lately by these these dinners that popovich organizes yeah with, like the spurs dinners. current spurs everyone who's ever been a spur everyone who yeah. likes the spurs <laughs> anyone's to these invited dinners. uh every, anyone's invited and they all feel like they have to go everyone describes this in interviews as just like uh, so I had all these plans. I was like going to get married on Friday afternoon and then pop called and said they were going to do a dinner in town. And so I was like, honey, we're going to have to do this some other time. <laughs> I can't miss pop. I got to be there for pop. When pop calls, you answer. God, That's every story incredible. about the dinners is like that. And I'm sure they're just normal normal. They're just nice. I'm sure nothing out of the ordinary happens where like just like they ran out like the back room of a restaurant. They're all there just like drinking wine. They're all winos. Oh, yeah. Could you believe what Bill Simmons said on his podcast this week? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like the normal conversations that you and I have. But Popovich is there.
2: But that would be fascinating. It would be fascinating. Like the Popovich interview 10 years from now. Yeah. Is what I really want to hear. Yeah. Where he's out of the league, but still keeping up on stuff. Yeah. Uh, when he just knows what's going on and he's just ripping people apart.
0: But he's yeah, he's retired so he can just completely go off. Yeah. With uh, like unfiltered, like
2: uncensored with no concern for anything or anyone. Oh, exactly. That's the guy. That's the guy you want on a podcast. Yeah. Or you want a current guy just just fucking with his friend. Which sounds great. <laughs>
0: yeah. <clears throat> Those are the two So yeah, see we fixed sports podcasts right now. It's do, players yeah, talking about their job. friends or <laughs> or uh uh Retired coaches absolutely going off. Those are my favorites. This is the name of the show. That. Going Retired off. Retired
2: coaches absolutely going off. We figure out what the acronym for that is. And yeah. Like, and yeah, we'll do it. Okay. I had some, a basketball one. Okay. Um, this is more on the prediction side, but I was like, right. so what's going to happen this year? Mm-hmm. It seems pretty clear to me. I think either Clippers or Lakers are going to win it all this year. That's what I think. I think it's going to be Clippers. I kind of would like it to be Lakers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm torn on LeBron's legacy. I love LeBron. He's given me so much personally. Me too. Just being able to watch him. him. I want him to get another ring, but I also love Kawhi, and I want Kawhi to get another ring. And either way, in the next couple years, we're talking about two dudes who could have three rings with three different franchises. Uh So it's incredible.
0: Yeah. I just want... Because, you know, Kawhi's thing is like he never tells the media anything. Yeah. I'm ready for the Kawhi interview in a while where they're asking him uh, what it was like to win the championship in 2020. And he goes, that's private. I don't talk about that with you guys.
4: <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's
0: his answer to everything. You see this clip of like a reporter uh, on the Christmas Day game was like, hey, like what does Christmas look like in the Leonard household? And he goes, I don't discuss that with you guys.
1: It's the most innocuous question.
0: And he's just like, that's none of
2: your business. Why would you ask me that? I mean, he's the best. He's
1: awesome. He rules.
2: He's incredible. Kawhi's awesome. Kawhi, come
1: on the show.
2: Kawhi Leonard, come on the show to do not answer questions. the young persons radio. So wait. So then the rest of this prediction is what's going to happen. If I'm yeah. thinking the next two years are going to be Lakers champion or L.A. championships, mm-hmm. then there's there's a big man in the east, oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. who yeah. is... I'm I'm guessing is they're not going to win a championship in the next two years. Yeah, he has two years left on his contract. Mm. So next year, he's entering the new pre-agency term, Mm. right? Next year, he'll have one more year. Am I explaining this correctly? He's got two years after this one available. And so in the year before his final year, that's when teams are talking about moving him, right? Kawhi got traded to Toronto, won a championship there. I think next year, I think in this season, <laughs> I think I think Giannis is going to get eliminated in the Eastern Conference Finals by the 76ers. He's going to look at his team. He's going to see Malcolm Brogdon, who used to be his teammate <laughs> on Indiana, throwing up like 30 points a game. Yeah. He's going to be like, what the fuck? The best you could do is get me another Lopez brother. This is bullshit. I'm out of here. And then where Leaves is he going to go? Where is he going to go? He's going to get traded in the coming year, and I think my Miami Heat are going to be right in the conversation. That's my prediction slash desire is Giannis ends up in South Beach, baby, (laughs) and he brings another ring to that that unbearable fan base who roll in late and party early. I I can't wait to see Giannis in Miami, I think, in this year. I think it's happening this year. (laughs) He's getting traded. This calendar year, next season— first half of the season man he's getting traded somewhere yeah oh my god that's my prediction i'm excited about
0: that i mean that's just the earnest. is that a change you i guess it's also a change you want to see because you want to see him in, it's a change the i
2: want to see I, yeah. I think i don't know i think probably the best thing for him would be to just stay i mean he kind of want to see a guy just stay with a franchise for so long mm-hmm. but also as a, as a heat fan and just in yeah. general He's been with this team for so long. This is the the year. Yeah. This next contract is the one where you pick the place you're going to be for the rest of your time. (laughs) This is the one where you go to Miami if you're LeBron or you go to the Clippers if you're Kawhi. Yeah. This is the best player in the NBA deciding his destination. (laughs) James Harden going to the Rockets. I mean, this (laughs) is huge. Yeah. This is a huge contract coming up. It's time for him. And I think he gets traded before then.
0: I mean... That would be crazy. It'd be awesome. It'd be insane. It would, it would be, change it would the cool. league. It would be cool. Oh, my God. Next one. Next one. I have... Uh, 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 this is... You know how Disney is doing all of these uh, live-action reboots? Boy,
2: I gotta tell you, I feel like we're lining up pretty fluidly on That's, all these.
0: This is great. We yeah. didn't even try to do
2: this. We didn't even try. We didn't talk
4: about these before.
0: So, here's the thing. Live-action, Snow White. But all the dwarves are played by Burn Troyer. mini Me. Is he alive still? Oh yeah. Oh he's alive, baby. Are you sure? Um am I sure? <laughs> uh nope. <laughs> Died April twenty first, twenty eighteen in Los Angeles, California.
2: The way he lived. <laughs> the way he lived. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. so we're going to CGI him into this? I mean, that would be even better.
0: Just... I, You know what? I stick by my original idea. I'm not going to recast him as Warwick Davis. Uh, going... I stick by this idea. And Snow White is played by Dame Judy Dench. What the fuck is this movie? Sounds more like a porno you want to watch.
2: <laughs>
0: Judy Dench and seven Troyers. I mean, Get working on that, Ryan Creamer. out for a second. Get man. working on that, Ryan Creamer. Get some content on Pornhub I want to watch. <gasps> oh, my God. And do you have a Disney
2: one? Well, my thought for Disney is I've not finished Mandalorian yet. Mm-hmm. What am I going to watch after Mandalorian? Mandalorian, I was just... Mandalore, like Disney Plus, needs more. Needs like what's next? What is? I don't know. What's the next thing for Disney Plus? They have like a Marvel thing coming out in twenty twenty one. We're talking about like a whole year of just no new content. Uh What's the next big thing? They need a new big thing. They need a live action Snow White. They did a live action Lady and the Tramp. But I've been watching some some embarrassing old Disney stuff Uh or like I'm checking out Robin Hood and watch the Rescuers just because that's what's on there. And I'm like, oh, this reminds me of my childhood. But there's only so many of those. (laughs) It's it's like immediately better than Apple TV because Uh it has so many things. But it's not in the Netflix tier. It's not like in the Hulu tier of like live TV. It's just your cabinet from when you were a kid with all the old VHS tapes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know. It's
0: like the, all the movies that you had that were, like, the big, like, marshmallow-looking right. VHS cassette uh, yeah. things that you, like, opened up instead of just sliding them out the that bottom. Like cracked
1: when
2: you opened yeah, it.
0: Yeah, they were so loud. Yeah. You couldn't do it if someone was asleep in the room.
2: It feels like—I'm not familiar with the Criterion Collection, but that really feels like what Disney is. It's just a bunch of old shit yeah. that they're just sitting on. Uh-huh. And The Mandalorian's the only new thing. Like, well, once yeah. a year, they're going to come out with a new thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I was—last uh, night, I was trying to watch a movie— I was browsing through the Disney Plus selection. Mm -hmm. It's not that much stuff, really.
2: It's it's nothing that you haven't seen as well. Right, right. If you were interested in a Disney movie, you've seen it in your lifetime. Right. (laughs) There are no surprises. No. You're not going to suddenly be like, wow, I really have to see what happened in Big Hero 6 or whatever. (laughs) Finally. Finally, I don't have to spend $3 to see it with, like, my cousins or Uh whatever, than my nephew. Yeah. I'm going to, as a grown man, I'm going to sit in my house and do it again. I'm getting off of the nostalgia for a little bit. Right. But that's going to, that's going to, I've got another month of nostalgia, going to finish Mandalorian. I'm going to be looking for the next big They got
0: to, they got to start pumping the new stuff out. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, we're going to get bored.
2: My other uh, prediction-esque, Disney-related, Marvel movies. Mm. All right. 2020. We've got Black Widow and the Eternals coming out. Yeah. Black Widow is taking place in the past. It's like pre Endgame, pre whatever. Right.
0: Well, it would have to be, right? It
2: has to. Because she's alive. Spoiler alert, and she's fun. dead as fuck. In uh,
0: and I, I have said for a long time that uh, uh, Black Widow is the Vern Troyer of the Avengers. Yeah. because seven
2: of her in a room with the lady dead. Because <laughs> she, she's, she's dead. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> All right, I messed up your, <laughs> your, your great joke. She is dead. She is dead. As <laughs> uh, so, so
0: you got Black Widow, you got the Eternals.
2: In 2020, 2021, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man 3, Thor, and Love and Thunder. Boy, I'm just waiting for 2021. Can we get 2020 over oh, with I see. to get to 2021? I see. Shang-Chi is supposedly a, a real obvious attempt at the uh, the Asian Black Panther. Uh it's a character who I think Is pretty <laughs> pretty pretty Racist in origins is Like uh like the bad guy in it Was like a just a a horrible Caricature of like Asian culture And now they're trying to turn it into like something That like uh you know Asian Directors Asian producers it should be a really Good thing I'm very excited about it I'm gonna be Optimistic Eternals I don't know what the fuck Eternals are uh-huh. uh but I'm excited For it Black Widow I was not excited about Scarlett Johansson not interested in her Anymore uh But it looks great. The trailer looks incredible. Anyway, my prediction is we're going to need a new thing to be going towards. Thanos already happened, right? That's over. We need the new thing that's going to be motivating the Marvel Universe Uh for the next 10 years. And it is? I think it's Galactus. That's my theory. It's going to be Galactus. Are you familiar with these at all?
0: No, I thought it was going to be like a joke one.
2: No, this is my real theory. I took these seriously. Wait, who's calling in? You hang the fuck up. I'm talking <laughs> about Galactus.
0: Caller, you're on with me and Tim Keck. Hey, Tim and Colby. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Is this John what?
4: Hudson? The Hawk has Yeah, you landed. got me. You got me. I, I saw your Instagram post. I wanted to call in. And uh, contribute to the discussion a little bit.
0: Oh, good, good. I'm glad you did. We're talking about changes we want to see in 2020.
4: Yeah, that, that's what I've been thinking about with, with New Year's and all that. So uh, with <laughs> that in mind, I'm going to do something that I like to call New Year's New Rules. God damn it. New e- Okay, New Year's Rule number one. Radio Free Brooklyn. Can we change the name to Radio Cost Money Brooklyn? I want my friends to make some cash. <laughs> okay, New Year's New Rule number two. Can we bring back public screaming? You don't hear anyone on the street anymore. Just You don't hear them shouting, angry. Uh, I, I, want, I want to hear the people of the streets uh, be raging a little bit. I want people to be scared. And then New Year's New Rule number three. <laughs> To Matt Dillon, Kate Hudson, and Owen Wilson, get off their asses for a second and make you, me, and Dupree number two. Yeah. Here's a title suggestion: You, me, and two Dupree. Okay. And after that, you, me, and do three. Complete the trilogy, will ya? <laughs> All right, I'm going to hang up and listen to you. Keep up the great show, guys. All right, bye-bye. Yeah. Wow, yes, <laughs> Mr.
1: Yes. Hudson. See, this is— Wow,
4: that's a call. That's I a call want and to a say, half. I want Fuck
1: to say
0: yeah. very clearly for one moment that John Hudson just took you all to fucking school about how to call into this show. That man is a god, and you will respect him. He gets a lifetime pass from me. This guy,
2: (laughs) this guy. (laughs) Wow. And, dude, that lifetime pass is good anywhere.
0: This guy.
2: uh, Got a tough act to follow, whoever this person is. This
0: guy gets amnesty no matter what country he travels to now. No matter what crimes he commits. And a dollar off a Taco
2: Bell. Caller,
0: you're on the air with me and Tim. Coley, how's it going? Hey.
3: How you doing? Hey, who's this? It's Bill Simmons. It's Bill. Oh. What's going on? It's, How you doing?
2: It's Bill Simmons. Oh my god, my hero, that's The Ringer. Bill
3: Simmons. How you doing?
0: Oh my god! Wow, that's awesome. This so Bill Simmons. For people who don't know, he runs this site, The Ringer. He was the the editor of Grantland. He does, does a great podcast called the Bill Simmons Podcast, where he talks about sports and raising his children.
2: God. So so <sighs> this is the real Bill Simmons. So we could ask him. Any basketball question we've ever had before, and he'll be able to give us a detailed and accurate answer about it. I tell you what, I have. By oh, the looked... way, I read
3: the book. Literally read the book. <laughs> What'd you say? I read the book. I literally read the book. That's right. You I wrote got cousin Sal here. We're ready to go.
0: Wait, cousins. Can you put cousin Sal on the phone? No, it's not coming to us. Oh, it, oh, right. Yeah, cousin a Sal. He's afraid he of a talking house. on the phone. In
3: house went to a buffet at oh, a yeah. Actually, the house, actually, way too much.
0: Believe it or not, Kevin. I mean, Bill. <laughs> uh, Joe House is here in the studio. Believe it or not, do you want to talk to him? House, what are you doing? Hey,
4: what are you doing
1: in the studio? Hey, Bill, it's me, Joe House. I just finished a big bowl of your mama's ziti, and I'm feeling fine, buddy. Dude, house, when your what
3: are you are What about ziti?
1: That ziti, when your mom cooks, I just lose my fucking shit, my dude. (laughs) I love food, and Bill's mom makes the best ziti penne pasta you've ever had in your life. Take that to the bank. I heard she's going to be hooking up David Chang's next backyard barbecue (laughs) with all of her baked ziti.
3: She's doing it. They're doing a pop-up. You, They're, doing pop up <laughs> They're doing a pop-up on Royale. They're doing a pop-up on It's going to be her, Chang, and Sal. Sal's going to be running lines from the side. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to be there all week. I don't know how to handle myself. Oh. I just want to call in.
1: Oh, hey. I mean,
3: Joe. Joe guy. He was Joe, not for nearly long enough.
0: Joe, Joe House had to go, uh, uh, so it's uh, you're back to just me and Tim here. Uh, uh, Wait,
2: Joe House is walking back in the studio? He's got something to get off his House! chest.
1: How's
3: what are you doing?
1: I found a blow pop on the street outside <laughs> and I just had to come back in and tell you guys about this blow
3: pop. This oh my god, you got to. Blow pops are all time. The best part of the, part of the
1: blow days. pop is like the rough part on the edges where they fuse the sucker <laughs> around the gum.
3: A lot of people don't realize the gum inside of a blow pop actually made yeah. by the same people that make Big Lee Chew. You know what, we should... Underrated, one of the best guns <laughs> that's actually out there available today. A lot of people don't know that.
1: And I'll tell you what, Bill, the, the Blow Pop fan base just about
3: ruins them for me. Oh, it's there's too much going on. Because you got people, people don't know what to do. When Tootsie Rolls hit the scene, people were like, do you still stand the Blow Pops? Or do you separate and go after the Tootsie Roll Pops too? <laughs> Meanwhile, Blow Pops out here leading the league in flavor. It's incredible.
2: <laughs> and the NBA was never the same after they came out, right? Can you speak to that a little bit?
3: Never the same. Never the same. You know, I, I can talk about the past of the NBA out there, but also I can talk about some of the wild choices that you made casting. Can we talk about this? Kobe's out here casting Vern Troyer, a dead man, in <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I just—I have a few alternate picks. I was listening. I was like, you know what? I gotta call in. I gotta let them know what I think. So okay. I have some alternate picks for Vern Troyer, if you'd like.
2: Listen, okay. Joe House, you are not the host of this show. Colby is. All right, you can take a back seat, Joe. Yeah, House,
3: get back over here. We're doing a podcast. Take, take, a, back, minutes, take a
0: back seat. Take a for once in your life, Joe House. Uh, go on, go on, Bill. Uh, I would love to hear. Would love to hear what you have to say.
3: All right. So here's what I'm thinking. Seven dwarves. You got people that are low to the ground. You need people who are going to be able to play low post well. So here are my pitches for seven people to play the dwarves. And the new Snow White and the seven dwarves. Number one, Al Jefferson. A lot of people don't realize that. I would say if it weren't for a few select guys, he's one of the most versatile low post scorers in the game today. You know, everything he lacks on defense, he makes up with offense the best. He's got finesse, he's got footwork. That there's a pretty good jump hook. You see that jump hook? It's like 10 or 12 feet.
2: This guy's good. And you have six more of
3: these? Oh, yeah. I can go for days. Wow. Let's hear them. All right. Next one up. Spencer Haywood.
1: <laughs> what?
3: Spencer Haywood.
1: Spencer
2: Haywood? <laughs> what team yeah. is Spencer Haywood
3: on? Listen. I don't know He's available (laughs) He bounces around He goes where he's needed And that's why he would join this movie If he needed him Uh,
0: Okay, yeah, cool Who's the third (laughs) one? Spencer Haywood, by the way For people Is 70 years
3: old I'm saying that Look and we're, talking played about we're talking about a dream team. No, no, you're right. You're right. We're yeah. talking about a dream team. of hey, the best low post Hey, you know what, we're Bill? About,
0: we're talking about you know, a dream Bill, team. Bill, you, Spencer Haywood could play this part better than Vo- Vern Troyer could. To Why? Because he's
2: taller. You racist <laughs> no, piece of shit.
0: Because he's dead. He is. Spencer Haywood is not dead. Wow. <laughs> Go on, Bill. All
3: right. Next one up, Magic Johnson. He's <laughs> one of the best. Great
2: in post. post. post.
3: Uh huh. In the years after Kareem, this guy was the alpha dog of Lakers,
2: it known for incredible. his post-up ability. People would just—he'd just go in the fucking paint and wait for someone to feed him the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy.
3: Magic Johnson. All Magic right, Johnson. It's Dennis Rodman.
0: Dennis Rodman. We talked
3: about. This is the guy that gave the edge to the second set of both championship-winning teams. He did most of his best work in us. Other players are so afraid of him. They're thinking they're going to get a knee. They don't know what's going on. They're distracted by the color of his hair. They can't get a rebound over the guy. <laughs> We're talking about who's on your dwarf team. This guy's on it. This guy's on it every time. I'm going to catch you the end of the list. Okay, yeah, yeah. Last one. <clears throat> Last one. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> you're talking about who to put up you got dame judy Dench. she's a force of acting <laughs> these dwarves they're gonna have to go it's seven of them versus one dame judy Dench. uh-huh all right we've Probably already hard as a
2: rock in the studio <laughs> over here <laughs> we've a table, he's lifting Assum- he's lifting up his side of the table
3: <laughs> terrific players <laughs> Terrific uh, players, most of them, former Olympians. And Should Bill named seven,
2: and I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm shocked. You did a great
3: job, Bill.
0: You really did. You really I did. I, you,
3: you, if you got any questions, you know who to
4: call.
0: Bill, you and uh, uh, you and John Hudson are really bringing it today, and, and I just want to say uh, my my uh, hat's off to you.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm on my way out, but real quick, I got one last pitch. Tim, you're talking about Galactus as big villain for the MCU. I think we need to see somebody who turned their back on a really great franchise and ended up doing something kind of stupid. Big villain for MCU's new phase. Should be Al Horford. Just my two cents. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, Bill. Real quick. Before
1: you go. Shut the fuck up. Real quick. Before you go, I just wanted to say I've been poking around the studio and I chugged the last few drops of a natty bow can someone left in here from a Saturday night show. I think Natty Bo is probably the best beer I've ever had. Would you agree?
3: Oh, Natty Bo's all time. Natty Bo, a lot of people don't realize the work Natty Bo is putting in. (laughs) Natty Bo, they should call it Natty Goat. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying that for years. You and me, man, we're starting off. We're talking about Natty Bo. These guys, someone's got to get in here in this opening. They're going to turn the entire beer game around. I think that's Natty Bo. Anyway, good to talk
1: to you, buddy. We'll be back in LA soon.
3: Good to talk to you, too. To get back over here. Subscribe to the Ringer podcast, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere it's available. Thank you, Pearl Jam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there he goes. There goes Bill.
2: God, honestly. That's an honor. I listen to that guy That's a real honor.
0: That guy's awesome. John He's Hudson great. had a
2: great call, but, you know, just something about hearing Bill another personal hero of mine. This great. is
0: starting is starting the year off in a in a good way for the show. If this, this is, is the en- this is the energy we're rolling into twenty nineteen, like
2: think about how smooth that roll downhill is going to be the rest of the year <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, we're after at the this. top of the hill right now. We are at the top. We're touching the sky right now. This is incredible. Now we just pick up our feet and let gravity
0: do the rest. Mm. Let it carry us down the way. So we probably. That number, by the way, folks, is 718-928-9732 if you'd like to call in. That's 718-928-9732. We, have a, we probably have enough time for one more each, Tim. Okay.
2: Um, I'll start with this. Okay. You, we were alternating. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's no. probably, this is, I feel like this is weaker than whatever you're going to say, so I'll start. I think, oh my gosh, I didn't do enough research on this. but I, it's, it's too soon, but I want Taylor Swift to go country again.
1: <laughs>
0: I had a Taylor Swift one also. Did you really?
2: Yeah. I want her to go country. It wasn't I was the like, one I was going
0: to close with, but I'll just do it anyway. Yeah.
2: I uh, uh, I want her to go country. It's too soon. She put out an album in 2019. It'd uh-huh. be crazy for her to put out another album now. She did. I want a collab though. I okay. want her on a Chris Stapleton song. Oh yes. I want her Sturgill
0: Simpson playing guitar yes, on I it. I
2: want her. Yes. That's what I want. I want like a cuz she could be doing I want to Casey Musgraves is like doing the music that I think that we all expected from Taylor
0: Swift right. after like Red.
2: Right. Yeah. Like that's what I would want from Taylor Swift. And I was like trying to listen back to like Lover and all this stuff and I got to say maybe I don't really like Taylor Swift anymore. <laughs> that was the
0: other realization. <laughs> I thought I Lover to, was really good. I liked I was Lover like,
2: a lot. Uh that whole album? Oh, I mean, yeah.
0: I think Not the every song, song Lover I thought was be- like half the no, album no, the song I was song Lover just like, is good. And then you got Cruel Summer. Cool Summer's the banger London from that London Boy.
2: Thing. London Boy's good. Mm-hmm. I actually like that, like, uh, Afterglow song. They're, mm-hmm. But they're, like, not... The songs I like on there are just still not... They're not in, like, her top... Okay, whatever, sure, sure, ...20 sure, yeah, yeah. songs of Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like anything on this album is, like, cracking that. Uh, I could be wrong. But I just was wanting her to go. I just feel like there's that other tier where she, like, falls back into being an artist. And I was saying this and thinking this, and I started listening to Lover, and I was just like, oh, this is all the brattiest shit I've ever heard in my life. Now, this isn't for me, a grown man. This is for, like, children who, like, parents won't let them stay out late enough, and they're like, they think they know what love is, but they have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, that's what she's singing about now. It's all like, oh, uh, you're criticizing me? Uh, you I should, mean, that song You should is think bad. again? That uh, song All is this bad. stuff. But she's like, three songs about, like, the media, like, Criticizing her because she's like one of the wealthiest and most recognizable people on the planet. It's just bad. It's Here's a way I'm gonna sh- I'm
0: gonna shine a light and show you the path for this to happen. Okay, please do. What does she come out? What's the you know what's the album she comes out with in 2019? This is a way that this could happen. Pulls out the acoustic demos from the past couple albums.
4: Wow. Her
0: her version of Carly ray Jepsen's B sides, which was like 10 more songs from the Emotion sessions that like. Are all great, but didn't fit on the album right. somehow. She yeah. does that. Yeah.
2: I mean, that would be great. Yeah.
0: When that, It's a small band. It's her, a drummer, a bassist,
2: her on lead. Doing, like, the backyard unplugged
0: yeah. Yeah. thing. Doing her version of, like, MTV Unplugged.
2: Yeah. yeah. Remember Miley Cyrus did one in a backyard, like Dolly Parton was there? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit, the- Miley Cyrus is great. <laughs> it was, like, a while ago before she cut all her hair off. And it was just like her in a backyard singing acoustic. And it's like, oh, shit, this yeah. girl can actually sing. This oh, is here crazy. we go. This is
0: another one. Live album with that, that arrangement I just described. You get some reworked versions of classic songs, you know, and she debuts some new stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. You're telling me she couldn't churn out a country song. In a day. In a day. In a day. I believe that she could do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be good. Same. Country songs are easy. I don't know. That's the last that's the last kind of interesting. My, I'll do
0: my Taylor Swift one real quick, uh, okay. which is you remember how she a couple of years ago was the like New York City welcome ambassador. Yes. I think in 2020 she becomes the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. I mean, that would only help. <laughs> so my last one. <laughs> yeah. Um, as some, some listeners probably know, uh, every month my grandfather mails me in the mail mm-hmm. a chunk of magazines that he thinks I would be interested in. And we are approaching now a point, he has done this for years, where I don't know what he thinks my life in New York is like, but it's different than what he thinks it is. The top magazine this month was a magazine called Popular Mechanics, Mm -hmm. and the cover story is How to Use Man's Ultimate Tool, Fire. (laughs) Subtitle. Uh yeah, our test team built a flamethrower. Page seventy. This thing starts, and I would just want to read this. This is all building up to a change I want to see. Yes, in twenty twenty. Uh, boom, boom, boom. You
2: could have folded down a corner. I did, on this bad
0: boy. I did, I did, and then I, I, I uh, messed it up. Anyway, so the story starts. The story is called uh, oh, "The Ultimate Guide to Using." The Complete Guide to Using Mankind's Greatest Tool. Yeah. Fire. Whether we are staring into the depths of a campfire or watching a space shuttle burn 500 gallons of fuel as it rises off the launch pad, mankind's obsession with fire is so innate we almost take it for granted. Yet fire has
4: catalyzed
0: the human race's most significant inventions. It's helped us survive. It's helped us flourish. It's given us one hell of a backyard toy. See, that's right, I built a flamethrower on page 78. Yet the path that took us from hunching around a lightning struck tree for warmth to carrying lighters in our pockets has many reminders of fire's volatility from the epic scope of the great Chicago fire to the explosions of the oil rig deep water horizon. Fire comes with a big fat warning sticker, but nonetheless, it's man's most essential tool. I want in 2020 more long form magazine stories explaining specifically the ways that fire is useful. Other magazines can do other elements. I would love to see one on water or wind, for example. But this is the direct this is how magazines are going to survive, telling us things we already know about very essential earth elements. Tim, what are your
2: thoughts? I mean, when you said fire, you wanted other long-form articles. I was thinking the wheel. Uh, yes, the wedge. Like the the gradual slope, like just detailed things about a mechanic just every month did a deep dive into something that we've uh, taken for granted for so long basic irrigation <laughs> <laughs> was just all the things that we should that we colored yes. pictures of in elementary school if someone could please plants
0: the secret source of the air we breathe <laughs> <laughs>
2: This article is going to take your breath away.
0: <laughs> there we go, dude.
2: Man,
0: uh, So there we go. We've, we've closed it out.
2: Man, I feel good. I'm excited about 2020 and all it's going to bring. Me too. Excited to learn more about fire. I'm excited to <laughs> yes. throw javelins in a koala bar. Uh, I'm excited to take someone's life while drinking in a, <laughs> yeah. in a public space. Um, excited about what the NBA will bring. Is mm-hmm. that everything? We covered a lot. Yeah, we did yeah uh, talk to I'm, some great people
0: uh I, we should also say that mm-hmm. uh, uh uh if uh, uh people want to see us host together live they should come to easy lover tomorrow at 7 p.m
2: yes you wow. and I are hosting
0: a stand-up show yeah tomorrow night monday january yeah we'll
2: probably both be doing stand-up so it's not gonna be the worst show you've ever seen <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to plug, Tim? What I want to plug? Go?
2: Follow me on at spot or not food. I got some fun videos coming up. Yeah, hell uh, They're going to be great. They're fun. Just go to a restaurant. And then we say whether it was a spot or not. As simple as it gets, people. But I got some fire wrecks for 2020. Be on the <laughs> lookout.
0: Final change I want to see in 2020. Thanks for being here, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to folks for calling in. Final thing I want to say uh, is in 2020, people start caring about this show.
2: Bye!